49ers fans. Welcome to Talking Touchdowns. I am 49ers fangirl Tracy here with SoCali Steph. Obviously, yesterday was another rough day by the 49ers, uh, but we have a couple positives that we'd like to talk about. Steph, I'm going to let you start. Hey, Tracy. Yeah, I think that there were... It was obviously a tough game to watch by any metric, but the positives that I got out of it was that the defense looked very good considering that they only gave up 17 points to the Packers Mm -hmm. and they were on the field a lot, too much entirely because the offense would go three and out, three and out. And it just kept happening to them. So for them to be on the field as much as they were and only allow 17 points, you have to give, you know, them, you know, their due, you know, respect for that. And that's, you know, this team is largely been built on defense we've never really been a strong offensive team so maybe that's something that they're trying to get right first and then they're going to try it on the same time get the offense worked out there's a couple things that I um you know you could see the frustrations there were several instances of really bad body language on the field did you notice that with Tori Smith and and Anquan Bolden even (laughs) yes Anquan was Angry. I did notice that. I, it's it's harder to see it from the stands, uh, but I definitely noticed it, and I noticed it in watching highlights later. And it was very apparent that there's a lot of frustration on that sideline. Yeah, and I think they're feeling exactly what the fans feel. So they're kind of wondering what is going wrong here, and I think that they're you know feeling responsible to a certain extent because they're actually playing the game. And the bad body language was kind of conducive of what we're feeling as fans. And I think it was kind of good to see that they're uncomfortable, that they're not playing to their best performance. And they know that. And I I thought it was really um, interesting because Tori Smith later said, he said, yeah, my body language was horrible at times. I should never let my frustration show, especially to y'all. That's a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. I will work at that. It was very, it was definitely very frustrating because we're a better team than what we're showing right now. And I thought that that was good to see because he was saying um, it's not all Cap's fault. He even went on to say, um, he says, it's not all on the offensive line. It's not all on Cap. We have our own problems outside, and we have to be in sync on those plays to make it happen. And he was saying we have to get it together as a unit. And I just that made me happy because Tory Smith is a veteran. He understands mm-hmm. the game well. He has a Super Bowl ring to prove it. Mm-hmm. And he knows what it takes to get in sync. And I think that that's the frustration we're seeing across the board from all the players because it's not sinking as well as they know it can. So I think that's something that is positive even going into the one and three. Um, I think it's fixable, believe it or not. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do it, but I don't think it's all, you know, the season's loss. Uh, I I would agree. I mean, there's 12 games to go, and I agree with you. I think it is fixable. And Tori Smith saying that is, that's really stepping up because it would be very easy to throw players under the bus. That's not who he is, and I appreciate that about him. But he's right. They are a unit. 
if, mm-hmm. if one is failing, they're all failing. And if, you know, that's, that's how they work. No one person is going to make it work. They have to work as a unit. They have to get in sync. You know, part of that is that this offensive group hasn't all played together very long. Uh, and they're getting used to each other. And, yes, you would hope four games in they'd be used to each other. But, you know, it takes time. I think we saw that on the defense. I mean, this is a young defense who hadn't played that much together and had two very bad weeks, and they were able to adjust and looked great yesterday and put their team in a position to win. So I agree with you. I think it it is fixable, uh, and I hope that everyone has that Tory Smith attitude of it's not all him, it's not all him, it's not all them. What do we need to do as a unit? How do we need to sync up? Right, and the 49ers were still in the game deep into the second half, and I think that's a move in the right direction. Yes. You know, (laughs) after the dismantling that, you know, they went through in Arizona, you know, you have to say, well, hey, it wasn't wasn't great, but it is definitely a better showing, you know? Mm -hmm. And three points is is definitely something that they have to figure out. And like we said last week, they have to figure it out fast and they need that leader. They need someone to come together and they have seven, what was it? Seven or nine, nine. They have nine Nine. team captains. It's a lot, it's a lot of team captains, but I I have to look at them and say, somebody needs to step up on the offensive side. Cause you know, you have the and you have, you know, Bowman who definitely step up on the defense. They want to correct their errors. They're getting their guys in line. And on offense, you know, they need that presence, like we, you know, said. So they're definitely getting it together on the defense, and that's that's a really good sign. Um, and on the offense, I think that they need to do that too. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the offensive line is great because it's not. I do think that they are going to have to – do something about it. They are going to substitute, make some changes, maybe let some guys have some time out there where they never wouldn't normally, or they're going to have to change up their schemes to, to do what their offensive line can handle. Um, in any event, it, it's still you know it's still not a lost cause, I guess at this point. I do still believe in Calvin Pride, one of the few that still thinks that. I've just seen too many good things from him mm-hmm. to dismiss him so quickly. And I'm, I know everyone has pretty much, um, you know, wants him gone now. And I really feel like he's going to be the fall guy if it is a horrible, horrible season. I think that they probably will let him go. Um, but I think that the 49ers would be remiss to do it because. I don't think that Colin Kaepernick is the next, you know, Joe Montana or Aaron Rodgers. I don't. No. I don't think he's ever going to be that type of caliber player. However, I think he has many strengths, and I think he can do many things that if the scheme plays to his strengths and what he can do, I think that he could become a very efficient and very good player for the 49ers and have a long career with the 49ers. So I put that solely on coaching and game scheme and game plan. And they already knew that with Cap coming in. They knew exactly what kind of player he was. And they gave up, you know, Alex Smith in lieu of Mm -hmm. him. And I think that they need to see him through. 
I 100% agree with you. This is an area where you and I just agree so wholeheartedly. This is who they have. This is who they put their faith in. And somewhere along the line, they moved away from what his strengths are. And I agree with you. It's coaching. It's play calling. It's the scheme. That is what's going to make Cap. I mean, we can't forget that three years ago, he took the 49ers to a Super Bowl. Two years ago, he was in the NFC Championship game. So, right. you, in my opinion, you just can't give up on him that quickly. And you have, But you have to put him in a place to succeed. And I don't know that they are putting him in a place to succeed. You can't make him what he's not. No. You're right. He's not Joe Montana. He's not Aaron Rodgers. But that's, that's just he's never been that. That's not who he was going to be. Um, and they used to play to his strengths in that way. And they have to get back to that somehow. And part of it, you know, as you said, yes, the offensive line is a problem. And they do need to make some changes there. Because I don't think we really know how he is. Because he has about one second to throw the ball. I mean, you looked at Aaron Rodgers yesterday. And I, this is not a criticism of the defense, of our defense. This is a um, praise for the Packers. He had time to throw. He had time mm-hmm. to throw pretty much, not on every play, but he had a lot of time to throw a lot of the time. And Cap has not had that all season. He didn't have it much last season. And I just think it's a little bit unfair to write him off so fast and judge him. Um, I, I'm not saying that he's perfect. I'm not saying that he's played so great. And if right. it just wasn't for that darned offensive line, right. he's made mistakes. Of that, there's no Definitely. doubt. He'd be the first one to tell you that. But you've got to put him in a place to succeed. Otherwise, how do we know? And I really did appreciate Tory Smith's comments today. And he also said that when he got to the facility today, the person who was there was Cap watching film. He was there earlier than everyone because we know he's putting the work in. And I don't think right. it's fair when people are saying, oh, he's just laid back because he has no competition. I don't think he's laid back. He's a competitor. He wants to win. He's just trying to do that in the best way he knows how. And he needs some help from his coaches um, and from his team. Right. And you know, I've heard the thing that, you know, basically all he could do is run in the shotgun and, and only do the read option, and he's a certain type of quarterback, but it's not an NFL style, and that's why he succeeded in college. And I, 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 and I, I understand that theory, and I do, I do believe that to some extent, but there are times when we can hit that. And, you know, my God, we have Reggie Bush, and we have Carlos Hyde, <laughs> and we have you know, Kaepernick who can all run. If you don't know where that ball's coming from, I just think, I think we could be a powerhouse in that area. And I, I don't understand why, you know, and you have Tori Smith that can go deep. I mean, it can, you really have all these fantastic players, Aaron Quan Bolden in the middle, if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And we have all these things, these, these tools and I, I don't know why it's not sinking, but it's not. But I, I think at this point, at this juncture, we have the ability to get this offense rolling. It just needs, it, it just needs to click. And at some point, I mean, I'm hoping because they're so new together, it's that situation where it's not on all, it's all of them. You know, mm-hmm. they all need to be in the right place at the right time. And, 
and they have to have their timing on and they have to, you know, be doing their reads correctly. And I think that if they can get it right, I think they could be, you know, that that could be really rough. And after this point, though, Cap can't do anything with what he's got on the field. I do think he's going to have a problem. Well, yes, I think, unfortunately, being the quarterback, you get all the glory and you get all the blame. And that's just the reality of the position. Um, but you're right. If he can't get it figured out over the next few weeks, he is going to have a problem. But Or if they can't get it figured out over the next few weeks, maybe that's the better way to say it. If they as a unit can't get it figured out over the next few weeks, he's going to have a problem because he's right. the one who will get blamed. You know, and it's not, you know, it, I understand on some level, but... By the same token, you got people dropping passes and you got stupid penalties. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. And I just, I'm with you. I just don't think we can write him off just yet. Right. And I think he deserved, um, you know, and Cap has never been the guy that gets calls. Like, even Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, definitely roughing the passer, he doesn't get that call because Mm -hmm. he's a running quarterback, so to speak. So he doesn't get that call. And when Clay Matthews, you know, practically took his head off, he didn't get that call. So, and he he deserved that call too. And he's he's not going to get those calls for whatever reason because the NFL, you know, referees don't see him same way as they see a Drew Brees and they don't see him the same way as they see an Aaron Rodgers. So he's got, he's working an uphill battle and he's, you know, and it's not fair to him, you know, entirely. So I'm willing to, you know, be fair with him and understand that, you know, he, he is still a new quarterback and in a lot of ways he has so many positives that I'm just not really I'm just not ready to give up at this point. <laughs> well, and and I think also at this point, he doesn't have a viable backup. So right. I, it doesn't, you know, I think as a fan and as a coaching staff, I'm not a coach, but I don't think there is a reason to give up. You're not, it's not like his backup, you know, it's not like it's 2012 right. and the backup's Alex Smith. And you're like, well, this just doesn't seem to be working out. You know, this is who we got. Like, I, Blaine Gabbard is just not a viable option. He's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm sure he's a wonderful person, and I know he works hard, and he had a nice preseason, but he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. So at this point, with 12 games left, for the fans to give up on him seems silly. For the coaches to give up on him seems silly. Like, this is who we have. So why not support him and make him the best quarterback he can be you know something that concerns me a little bit during games is I do feel like sometimes the coaching staff does give up on him and they make these decisions and the play calling and you know I've always been a little hesitant to um, second guess coaching and play calling because you're not there and there are so many things and there's so many factors go in that go into what you do but that being said putting that aside there seems to be a real lack of pass plays. And you see on Twitter and everybody talks about it, like, does the coaching staff have no faith in Kaepernick? And that, to me, is concerning because if if they're acting that way, how will he have the confidence to play and how is he going to feel any other way? And 
you don't want him to play scared and play just to try to mitigate losses as opposed to play to win. And uh, I'm so I'm a little concerned with what I'm seeing in that regard. Yeah, I mean there there's a ton of things I could even say on that, but I do think that there's tons of talent on this team. I'm not exactly sure about the coaching staff being very competent at this point or know how to play to your team's strengths. You're play, you, you're seeing it on the field. I mean, players are running into other players. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a wide open Vance McDonald dropping a pass that I swear I could have caught that. <laughs> that was so inexcusable. I was, I was just, I was outraged. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> anything, and so, and it's like it couldn't have been more perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, there couldn't have been a more perfect throw from cap. And of course he's not going to get validated on that at all because no. you know, other players are making big mistakes too. And then you call some pretty boneheaded, you know, calls that you're like, okay, let's go up the middle on a third and 11. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen there? Like, what do you expect you know, play mm-hmm. callers. <laughs> you know? It's like, of course, it's going to go down. It's not, you know, it's not, you're not going to get your, you know, th- and I, and I don't think they believed in cap at some point and they just thought, decided, let's just run. Let's run, run, run. But the thing is, is it just didn't work. And, and I don't know what they're thinking. I don't, I just really don't. I don't either. And, and cap's what they got. So give them a shot. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like, you know, there's a couple ways to look at the season. You can look at it. There's tw- there are 12 games left. The season is not over by any means or stretch of the imagination. But this team does not look good. So something's got to change. So change it. Give yeah, him carte blanche. Tell him to start throwing down the field. You know what? If he throws an interception, he throws an interception. If it goes, if he if it drops in front of the player, it drops in front of the player. But let him throw the ball because he's not going to get better and he's not going to get more confidence and he's not going to complete passes if he isn't passing the ball. So here's right. he's what you got. Let him play. Let Cap be Cap. And I know there are people who say that they hate that term, but he is who you have. Make him the best he can be and give him the confidence. Let him throw the ball. I think they had like, am I right? Did they have 21 pass plays yesterday? Was that it? It was very little. It and was, even, yeah, it, it was very little. And I know that Hyde had a lot of carries, but you think he only got like 30 yards or something little. Right. And then, so and that's then not working I, either. I just felt like, okay, what do you have to lose by letting Cap throw the ball? You're already losing. So, mm-hmm. What is there to lose? I mean, what are you going to lose by letting Cap go? And sure, you know, maybe he's going to get picked. Maybe he's going to get picked a lot. But other great quarterbacks have been picked too. It's not the first time this has ever happened. Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm tired of them holding his hand, you know, holding, you know, trying to holding him back. Let him play his, his game. And until they let, you know, these guys, you know, get on the right sink and get them all doing what they do, playing football together as a team. I don't think anything is going to work. And so this is, I think, a very – they need to let out that control a little bit. And I think that they're not – they're just trying to control too much from that, you know, the, the, that window versus letting the players play their game. Yes, I – 
I agree with you. Like, I don't even think 100% is the right amount. A thousand percent. I really do. Let these guys play football. They're football players. And, if, and you know, at this point, you know, I, I, I think we all, you know, know that you can only laugh at this. You know, mm-hmm. we, I'm beyond frustrated at this point. I'm not even angry. I just crack up, you know, when I see them play. Because I, I can't, I don't know, they're my team. And as dysfunctional as they are, I'm going to go down with my team. You know, I go down with that boat, you know. So I laugh, but I would like them to just try more things and be a little bit more gutsy with their plays. And don't be so, I mean, they're so afraid. And and they're playing, I mean, Keith Christ was, he was playing like he was, I don't know, just, he was not, he wasn't, he wasn't willing to take any chances. And that's just not something that... I can respect even when you're down and out. You you make those, you know, hard calls. You make those calls that, you know, maybe question because for the sake of winning, you're going to try it. And you you have to take risks. And especially with Cap, you have to take those risks. And if they play it safe, they're probably going to play exactly how they've been playing. Well, because you can't play to lose. You can't, I'm sorry, you can't play not to lose. You right. have to play to win. And they seem to be playing not to lose. And even in that Pittsburgh game and in the Arizona game, yes, it was over. But you still have to play to win because that's what a competitor does. Uh, so I would like to see more of that. I I agree. I'd like to see more risk-taking, playing to win. I would much rather they lose playing gutsy and playing football and airing it out and throwing it and just seeing what happens than they lose because they're just playing afraid, as you said. Right. So going forward, looking at the Giants, you know, I don't, you know, I think that the Giants offense is really starting to come together and they've got some weapons. And, you know, I think that their, you know, offensive line has some questions, but they do a pretty good job, you know, Mm -hmm. protecting their guys. So Mm -hmm. I, I think, at this point, I think the Giants could put up a lot of points on the 49ers, but I think that it really comes down to the offense again because it has to hold its end of the bargain. They have to come up and and do their part. You know, the, mm-hmm. the defense did theirs against Green Bay, and I was impressed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to even say the 49ers are going to win, but I want more points on the board. So that's what I'm looking for. Uh, that's fair. I'd like them to be competitive on both sides of the ball. That's right. what I would like to see. I would like them to be competitive on both sides of the ball. Um, I'd like to see that things are getting worked out. Right. Um, Navarro Bowman said that yesterday. He said, you know, we're getting it. I'm paraphrasing here, but, you know, it looks like we're getting it right on defense. I know they're going to get it right, and we, we are going to come together. And so that's what I would like to see. They could be competitive. If they score, I mean, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but honestly, if we can score 17 points on Sunday, 20 points on Sunday, Whoa. I know I am now I'm being crazy, okay? I know I'm being completely crazy, but I will consider that an improvement. Oh, yeah. That would be huge. Huge improvement. I don't even care. Obviously, I'd like the 49ers to win. But that, at this point, it's almost like an irrelevancy. (laughs) Like, just score some points. Get it to work. 
Just score some points. That's all I want them to do. Just score some points. And I think, um, well, Steph, I think that kind of sums it up. Do you have any parting thoughts for our uh, listeners? No, I think um, I think we're going to do well. And I think we, we are a sizable underdog going into New York. But I think that we can, you know, at least be somewhat competitive this week. So I'm looking forward to it. I am too. All right. Thanks all for listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye all. Bye-bye.